0: Hermes, draw near, and to my prayer incline. In art's gymnastic and in fraud divine, dire weapon of the tongue which men revere, be present, Hermes, and thy subplant here. Welcome to Third Eye Vine, episode nineteen, Trickster. <laughs> Hi, I'm Laura. And I'm Caitlin. <laughs> Welcome to Third Eye Bind. <laughs> I forgot
1: what we're doing. <laughs> If you really like Third Eye Bind, this podcast you're listening to right now, you should please and maybe please like, subscribe, rate, share, talk about us. Uh, tell
0: your friends. Tell your
1: friends. Tell your mom. Tell your mom's friends. Mm-hmm. Tell your pastor.
0: <laughs> Literally.
1: <laughs> uh, we if- really appreciate it.
0: If you love us, Mm. we would love for you to support us on Patreon. We have many different tiers with many different offerings. And with your help, this podcast can continue to grow and flourish. So yeah. Oh, and thank you to all of our current patrons. Yes, We love you and we appreciate you so much. In this episode, we are discussing the Trickster. Trickster. The
1: trickster. Mm
0: The trickster. We have probably so much to say about this, like we do about most things, but before we start talking, let's... Coffee talk. Coffee talking. Let's pull a tarot card.
1: I'm very interested to see what comes up for trickster.
0: Because
1: it's a very complex situation with the trickster.
0: That's it. Okay. Do I cut the deck? Yes. Yes. Okay what is it oh two are there two <laughs> well no like I like oh. <laughs> grabbed this card and I was just curious what was on the bottom of the deck what is it that's funny um okay <clears throat> so the card for today is the four of cups okay. and the song on this card I fucking love it's Simon and Garfunkel Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Okay. I feel like that is a huge part. The trickster is such a complex archetype, entity, um, domain of many, many different entities across the globe. And something that is... I think misunderstood about the trickster is their shadowy element. I think that is what the church and pop culture latches onto to turn the trickster into some devilish force. When really the trickster is so much more than that. The trickster is about expansion Mm -hmm. of the self, of the imagination, of the universe, really, the heavens and the physical realms. And so I like this, hello darkness, my old friend, I've come to talk with you again because, oh my God, this is actually for me. Um, A few of the different tricksters that I work with are spirits that only come out at night. And I Uh. have to stay up late in order to commune with them. And they've been calling me and calling me, and I've been too tired to stay up with them. And yesterday I had a reading from a friend who was like, your nighttime spirits are calling you. And I was Mm. like, I know. And so here we are again. Hello, darkness, Mm -hmm. my old friend. Mm -hmm. So... I hear you. I hear you tricksters and I'll talk about them. The trickster in
1: this is episode. is yeah. in our psyche. The trickster is a part of us.
0: Ooh. That's yeah. what people
1: don't understand and that you're absolutely right about like the demonization of trickster because trickster is inherent in all of us when mm. we when we stumble, when we fuck up, when mm-hmm. we do the opposite thing of the thing that we thought was going to happen. Like that's It's like calling. It's like when you're in a meeting and you want to say something fucked up, but you don't. Your trickster's like, Mm -hmm. we should say the joke now. Yeah. (laughs) I identify very... I have a lot of trickster energy. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of... I think I have a guide that's a trickster. Juniper. What's up, Juniper? (laughs) Um, And... uh, It's just like every, that's how I feel all the time. And as a Gemini,
0: a mercurial
1: being, I think it's very fitting that we're talking about this today because I know that we both understand. We have a whole fucking podcast dedicated to disrupting boundaries of spirituality Mm -hmm. and disrupting boundaries is precisely what Trickster is Mm -hmm. about.
0: We say the things that you're not supposed to say. You're not supposed to say or you're
1: not... That's mm-hmm. how
0: you create
1: change. That's how you mm-hmm. uh, induce creativity. That's how you shake the snow globe. I always say that metaphor mm-hmm. because it's it's not destructive nor creative. It's it's both.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And in a lot of these myths, which we'll go over a few of them that we mm-hmm. researched, there's ambiguity at the end. There's They often don't end in a fairy tale wrapped up ending. Mm-hmm. They end... Trickster is morally amoral. There is no, there's, it's an amoral figure. And that drives people crazy as humans mm-hmm. to like, they want to be like, this is good or bad, right? But Trickster says no.
0: Mm-hmm. Trickster says, I don't know. Says, I don't know. <laughs>
1: Poke the bear, if you will.
0: Trickster leaves you with more questions. Than answers. Than answers. And that's like the point that's the point that's that's
1: the creative jumping off point Mm. that's what I find endlessly fascinating and if you're somebody who is a curious being Mm -hmm. and enjoys not having the answers on your spiritual journey or whatever Mm -hmm. like then you'll um benefit from working with trickster if you're a creative person and we can go over some of that too like later on Mm -hmm. how to implement trickster into your practice into your life yes Anywho, sh- what should we talk about? Like should some should we talk about or? some?
0: Yeah, let's, let's pull up some yeah. of our faves that we. So,
1: trickster is present through many, many cultures. Many, I mean, it's just it's a one of the most diverse mm-hmm. archetypes that you can find. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: literally everywhere. Literally
1: everywhere. So. Why don't you go first?
0: Okay. So, I mostly will be talking about tricksters from Latin America and the Caribbean. Um, And I think it's important to note that Latin American and Caribbean tricksters originate from indigenous African spirits and indigenous to. Uh, South America and Caribbean spirits but one of the most important one in in my personal practice because I think that as a reader and a channel ultimately I'm a storyteller Mm -hmm. so my fave is Anansi and Anansi is a spider folk spirit from West Africa, but who we also find in the Caribbean and throughout Latin America because of the Middle Passage. And there are countless stories of Anansi exercising his cunning, his cleverness, his trickiness. But my favorite one is the story of Anansi and the Sky God, for it is through this legend that Anansi brought entertainment. To humankind mm. and the story of Anansi and the sky god is that the sky god had this big chest and in this chest were all of the stories And Anansi is like, these humans are bored. All they do is work and sleep and that's it. So he was interested in doing a little something, well, like going and get those stories for the humans so that they had something more, they had some pleasure, they had some entertainment to experience in their lives. And when he went to the Sky God, the Sky God is like, look, kings have come to me and I've said no what makes you think I'm going to say yes to you a little spider and Anansi is like I'll do anything and the sky god challenges him to collect these like giant almost like supernatural animals or at the very least parts of them so there's a giant snake there's a big leopard um, I can't remember all of the other ones a fairy and through Anansi's trickery he is able to capture all, he cra- he captures the whole snake, um, but all in parts of these giant supernatural beings and brings them up to the sky god. And so the sky god has to give him the treasure mm. and Anansi gives the treasure to people. And mm. I think that's really fucking cool. And it's something that I see in quite a few trickster tales is that like you said, they're they're amoral. They're all amoral. They're not interested in what's right or wrong. But quite a few of them are interested in giving humans a little bit of a break, right? Offering us a little something, mm-hmm. gifts, and I think that's really fucking cool. The generous side of trickster is
1: not always prevalent, but it's,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it's you know with the trickery, with the the disruption and the destruction, mm-hmm. that's what's necessary to create like life and yes. and give like that's the message to me mm-hmm. of trickster is like this duplicity mm. of sometimes you have to destroy in order to create. Mm-hmm. And I love what you said too about storytelling mm-hmm. because trickster energy is like fucking everywhere in our society and entertainment is trickery. Yes. Telling stories as the the art of storytelling and writing a story, a, f- a fake story that you made up, yeah, and then telling it to someone and having them be like, "Oh my god, what happened next?" Mm-hmm. That's a form of trickery. Yes, that we're entertained by books is trickery, mm-hmm. but it's it's pleasurable. It's mm-hmm. it's creative and inspiring. And
0: trickery isn't inherently evil or No, bad. not at It's no. necessary
1: for life. It's
0: fun. It's
1: fun and necessary. Mm-hmm. And... And, um... Like, actors.
0: Yeah, absolutely. As an
1: actor... You're tricking. You're you're lying. You're tricking, and lying mm-hmm. is a big part of trickster. Also, like literally fucking lying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's also a part of it. Uh-huh. Lying
1: to get what you want, get what you need. Yeah,
0: that's how Anansi tricked most yeah. of the animals by lying. Yes. So <laughs>
1: and yeah, the, I'm going to talk about Hermes next. Mm-hmm. And yes, that um,
0: kind of reminds me of <laughs> my my eldest, who's eight and also a Gemini. And like they are very much always pushing the boundaries and like mm-hmm. making up stories and we've you know spinning yarns, if you will. And I always know when they're fibbing and then they giggle and then they tell me the truth. Um, <laughs> but they're also really into bringing me little presents like from the gardens, stones that they found at school, things like that. And I'm just like connecting all of the like trickster embodiments that they're expressing at this young age. It's kind of fun. Kids are natural tricksters.
1: Absolutely. Kids, that's how we learn. That's how we, trickster is present in Mm -hmm. children. That's Mm -hmm. just a part of how we grow. And really, I think when people say, you know, Uh, I'm a child at heart or whatever I I think I think it's like did you lose your child's sense of wonder it's like did you lose your trickster trickster. did you lose that connection Mm. with trickster which is embodied in comedy and humor and levity and all of these wonderful Mm. things that we use to survive and to cope
0: to cope to yes. cope and to
1: view things at a different angle like mm-hmm. laughter and you go to a co- comedians or tricksters because they're they're taking topics and they're spinning them on their head or they're making us look at things from a different angle yeah. and we laugh about it in the moment and we that moment we're able to separate from it mm-hmm. we're like astral fucking projecting on a minute level within ourselves mm-hmm. to like see another view to To go past a boundary that's been given, like that's so fucking important to me mm. in life to like just cope. There's a great co- quote by my one of my personal heroes, Carrie
0: Fisher, rest mm. in peace. Carrie, Carrie Fisher. Fisher, you've got like, I have, know. Well, you have a General Morgana hair right now? I do. Uh, <clears throat> you fuck. do. Okay. And and she's. I have the <laughs> exact quote.
1: She said. If my life wasn't funny, it would just be true, and that's unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> so she was someone who taught me how to use levity as a tool, and just
0: mm-hmm. that's yeah,
1: that's how I'd cope. Yeah. And it's not to disso- its not dissociative. It's it's um it's not dissociative. It's
0: more like to help us understand, like to make yeah. sense of things that can't be made sense of. Or
1: hard to swallow. Yeah,
0: I've noticed there are so many trickster stories that are really origin stories, either about animals or places or people. And really like what I gathered from that is that these stories exist to help us form some sort of human understanding around the unexplainable. Yeah. Um, The things that are hard to grasp. They give us something to grasp onto through lore. And they also teach us
1: about creation, mm-hmm.
0: like Li- no, literally, yeah, literally. There's yeah.
1: there's a lot of trickster creation yeah. that created the world, mm-hmm. like that's yes, how the world was created in a lot of these myths. Yeah,
0: a lot of indigenous to Turtle Island peoples have Old Man Coyote or Coyote mm-hmm. as the trickster and creator, mm-hmm. and He's generous, but also greedy and selfish and learns lessons. Yeah. Despite being the creator. And also, I feel like that's kind of reassuring, you know, like in Christianity, they say that God made us in his image. Right. And if the creator is a trickster, then that means... Exactly what you said at the beginning, that we are all... The trickster is is a part of us. Uh It's just,
1: when does it come out? Because we're... What does trickster do? It pushes against societal bounds. Yes. So when we want to... When I often want to say something inappropriate (laughs) for my own fucking uh, pleasure, (laughs) uh, that's invoking trick. That's Mm -hmm. my trickster energy just... And I often do... And often in public, so, like, that, you know, sometimes that's, that's just, I get a kick out of it. Mm-hmm. So I told an, a woman who was older, I don't want to say an old, old woman, but, like, she was fucking beautiful, mm-hmm. and I told her that yesterday in Target. Mm-hmm. That's almost trickster, because we're not supposed to do that, especially right. in this day, like, little things like that, too, right. where it's like, you, you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, unfortunately, that's not the norm. But, yeah. you know, telling telling an older woman that they're beautiful yeah. is unfortunately not the norm. Yeah, absolutely. So going, I was like, I'm going to tell her because I mm-hmm. felt it. Mm-hmm. Anyways. I love that. In Japan, tell us a story. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, uh, in Japan, Japanese folklore, and this stems and or originates from Chinese folklore, so they both have a lot of fox mm. energy. So the kitsune in Japan are fox fairies and they're shapeshifters and they're trickstery and they can shift into human form and they're associated with the Shinto spirit Inari okay who was present at the creation of Japan so and she brought get this grain and rice because there was no food Right. So this, they give gifts. Yes, the gifts again of food, of mm-hmm. that hunger, and that we can talk about that more too. Like mm-hmm. just the, the raw hunger associated, the animalistic hunger, and and um, uh, yeah, the the hunger associated with trickster also. And, mm-hmm. and I thought that was interesting that it was a, uh, about feeding. a goddess that mm-hmm. was feeding mm-hmm. the the country yeah. at its creation. With uh, with these kitsune like attendants, you yeah, know. that's fucking cool. Yeah, another cool thing about these creatures is that they can have up to like nine tails. What? Yeah, and you can tell how old and wise they are by how many tails they have. It's like how like it's like tree rings. Like tree rings. Yeah, yes. it's like how old they are. Means they're more badass.
0: So very cool. The oh, older they are, the better they are. I love that. Isn't that cool? Yes, and I also feel like that loops back to what you were saying just a few minutes ago about, like, you know how in current culture, appreciating the beauty of an elder oh, yeah. woman. Yeah, that's true. You know, like um, American culture does not appreciate elders at all. Mm, no. And so I think <laughs> she that's had many really tales, this woman I saw at Target. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you're hot. Bye. You are a babe. <laughs>
1: you are a babe.
0: Bye. Okay,
1: I love that. But let's talk about Hermes.
0: Hermes, our patron spirit. Hermes. Our muse. I felt Hermes energy when
1: I was researching, like, I got like kind of sweaty and I was like even now I'm like, ooh, I'm tingly and like I mean, if you dedicate an entire podcast to an energy, that's gonna happen. (laughs) Through speaking, and it's just like As soon as you said his name, like I got the
0: shivers. Okay, so
1: Hermes is a messenger. He's a phallic god.
0: Yes, he is, is which is something a lot of tricksters have.
1: Tricksters operate from below the belt. Mm They like to talk about shit, yeah. Which I'll get to later. They want to shit and fuck, okay? Literally, shit and fuck, shit, fuck and eat, shit, fuck, eat, repeat. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's Truly. literally that's literally trickster energy,
1: and I'm okay with that. I think
0: that's humans at our most basic yeah. form, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think it's very re- they're very relatable mm-hmm. and a part of us, and it's fucking cool. It's delicious. It's fucking good. It's the things people don't want to talk about. It's <laughs> yes, the taboo subject. the
0: improper stuff. Improper.
1: Improper. <laughs> so get this. There were statues of Hermes, uh, like square statues. They were called Herms. <laughs> and they were uh, placed at crossroads.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, something to provide direction because he is a messenger god. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to and me. I'm a spirit of
0: travel. And But the penis uh-huh. would like
1: th- would point. point in the direction? <laughs> yes! So there's Incredible. this big old dong just like pointing <laughs> in the right direction. Like like that's fucking funny.
0: That's fucking like the essence of every person with a penis. Like, Dicks are led never not by the dick.
1: to me. Dicks, Dicks are inherently <laughs> funny to me because they're just like hanging out.
0: They're on the outside. It's wild.
1: (laughs) They look like little nanas, just like, and they go, like, come on. And they have balls. What is even a penis? It's so weird. They're so wild. Balls are wild. Like, what? balls are wild so anyways i really want to we should add a penis to this bust of hermes we have behind us which direction would it point just up (laughs) okay so hermes is a little fucking shit let's talk about baby hermes because so hermes is the son of zeus a son of zeus
0: one of many 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 many. um (laughs) He's a god,
1: Olympian god. So mm-hmm. so Hermes' brothers and sisters include, like, Artemis, Apollo, um, Hephaestus, Aphrodite, like, mm-hmm. all these people, right? The cool ones, the ones mm-hmm. we know, right? So, <laughs> so Hermes is a fucking baby, right? And he decides, cool, I'm going to crawl... Um, out of my crib, and I'm gonna kill a tortoise, and then I'm gonna make a lyre with it, which is a musical instrument, right? Like a little little banjo. Yeah, Oop, the baby. So then he plays it, and then he gets hungry, and he's like, "I want meat." So then Hermes steals his brother Apollo's sacred cattle. <laughs> he he goes out, and he's like, "I'm hungry," and he goes and like steals fifty of these cattle, and he hides them in a cave because he's like shady. And but he makes them walk backwards into the game (laughs) so that it's harder for them to track where the cattle went. Like this is a baby. Okay.
0: Kids are wild. Kids are again with
1: the kid thing, right? So so then so then, okay. So then he's like, All right, so he kills two of them and he like barbecues them. Mm -hmm. And then he goes, I'm gonna hide the meat instead. So then instead of eating it, I don't know why, he hides the meat. And he goes, oh, sh-. maybe he feels like, oh fuck, I, I don't want to get you know, caught. I don't want to get caught. Shit. Yeah. So then he like hides the meat, hides the fire, goes back to his crib.
0: <laughs>
1: so Apollo's like, what the fuck, Hermes? <laughs> Excuse me, what the fuck, baby Hermes? You fucking ass. I'm just a baby. <laughs> no, literally. And so Hermes is like, I am just a baby. <laughs> I do not know what cattle are. What are you talking about? Literally, just lies. Just lies. <laughs> Just lies. And Zeus is like, I don't believe you. So no one really believes him. And then, and then Hermes is like, But I'm cute. And Apollo's like, Okay, I love you, bro. So then they make up. And Apollo gives Hermes a, a whip, a gift. Oh, just
0: yeah, a what symbol he needs.
1: for cattle tending, just what he needs. <laughs> and um, a caduceus
0: oh that's where the caduceus which
1: is comes i wrote from. which is a staff and a symbol of outlaws not doctors
0: yeah with the serpent so the
1: so the fact that doctors use a caduceus as a symbol it's
0: fucking weird is fucking trickster well, okay hermes it's, is also associated with healing and medicine true isn't that wild
1: but also liars and outlaws
0: <laughs> isn't weird that all of these things go together and a lot of different tricksters have all of these things mushed together yes yes.
1: so so here's the coolest part of this story he gives him the caduceus and he dubs him the messenger of the gods and Mm -hmm. that's how hermes became the messenger i don't know how he got Mm -hmm. that but okay he's like you
0: little storyteller little (laughs) storyteller
1: yeah He's like, you're good at talking shit and lying. Let's let's make <laughs> you the a messenger. Job. <laughs> yeah, let's give you a job. But Hermes gives Apollo the liar that he made and he becomes the god of That's music. That's why
0: Apollo plays the liar. That's
1: why Apollo and then that informs Gifts. all of Apollo's followers and yeah. his lineage and
0: Amphithea, the like
1: oracle yeah, of the Delphi. In, the inventiveness of Trickster, mm-hmm. the creativity Of Trickster because without bounds, creativity is endless. Yeah. But also with bounds, pushing against them is is informs and creativity and is inspiring within itself. Absolutely. So so He basically gave Apollo his thing. (laughs) Yeah, he did. And and songs are how These tales were passed down, Mm -hmm. the Greek chorus, things like that. So tales of Apollo were passed down through song, and Hermes is the reason for that. Trickster Mm -hmm. is the the reason for that, right? So there's also like a point about the story where he had to, he's a tortoise killer, okay? He, He killed a tortoise. Yeah. But you had to kill, he had to destroy in order to create. He had to do something naughty
0: in order to, yeah.
1: To create this this cool new instrument. He had to kill Hmm. something. And so, yeah, sometimes those things require each other to make
0: change. I also feel like when you're talking about like the death of the tortoise for the lyre to come into existence, I feel like there is some sort of natural and mystical understanding between like humankind and animals. When you think about how like so many indigenous cultures ate meat before it was like the fucking American industrial farming complex. Mm -hmm. Like there is this understanding of sacrifice Mm -hmm. and balance and I don't know. That's cool. I mean, that's just how, Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Destroying and eating are kind of a very essential part of why we're even here right now. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, that it's. Trickster out of balance. But having the reverence to. And understanding the cycle of life, and like we talked about in episode one of this podcast, mm-hmm. accepting death and being mm-hmm. being present for death and, and consuming consuming death just popped in my head, so I'm gonna say that <laughs> consuming death and digesting death
0: mm-hmm. as a part of the life as a cycle. Part of the life cycle
1: yeah. is a part of mm-hmm. life that this we also, don't yeah embrace we don't talk about in this culture yeah. in Western culture no. We don't embrace it in America.
0: This is also reminding me of one of the old coyote stories in which he's the creator spirit. And as he's creating all of the first, he creates ducks. (laughs) (laughs) First? There's friends. Yeah. I mean, why not? (laughs) The ducks swim down and (laughs) they bring him soft earth. And from that soft earth, he makes the plains, the hills, the mountains, caves, valleys. Um, Mm -hmm. He adds more rivers and ponds and oceans. So there's always somewhere to drink fresh water. And then he makes the animals. And then, like, eventually he gets around to making the humans. And one of the younger coyotes that he makes is, like, um, the humans need some sort of, like, weapons. And so... Older, Old Man Coyote makes them weapons And then Young Coyote is like Well why aren't you giving the animals weapons too And he's like Humans are slow and dumb <laughs> They need yes. the extra help You are smart and fast And clawed and fanged You're gonna be fine And that part of the story kind of made me laugh Because I think that humans Have this weird superiority complex At least in again The western world mm. We have this weird superiority complex over all of creation and we don't realize like we are the lowest on the totem
1: pole (laughs) look i went on a bear attack rabbit hole don't ask me why i was googling bear attacks and yeah you're not gonna survive a bear attack no i gonna win i I listened to the grizzly man audio like i don't know sometimes i it was fucked up man You could hear it like chewing on his head and shit. It was fucked up, and I was like, "God damn these bears!" And there were people commenting. No, people were commenting like, "Don't the bears know that that there's something wrong?" And I was like, "Fuck, no, they don't. Bears they know are doing they're exactly hungry. What they're supposed it's to. It's time do. to go on hibernation, and uh-huh. this motherfuckers in their space. Yep, mm-hmm. they don't know you. They're bears. <laughs> they don't know you. No, no, fucking white people. I swear yeah, to literally. God,
0: no reverence." No reverence, no respect, no respect. So, okay,
1: I have another coyote story. Tell me. It's my favorite one. Oh. Oh my god! This story is like made me laugh so fucking hard. So <laughs> the
0: coyote stories are really so good. <laughs> so Native Americans
1: have very, very, very detailed, fucking hilarious, beautiful stories mm-hmm. about trickster. Yeah like a lot of them.
0: There are a couple of elders who are on YouTube who are like sharing the oral tradition too. It's really good. Wow, how special yeah. is that? We should link mm-hmm. to that. Uh yes. We'll add that to we the show notes. We will add to
1: the show notes.
0: Show notes. Okay, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> I also think it's cool like that other the other animals help trickster.
0: Me too. Like
1: Raven. They're all in on it.
0: I wonder if you're going to tell a story that It's
1: the shit story. <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to say? No,
0: I was thinking oh of my the God, you don't story, know so okay. you tell me.
1: <laughs> okay, so this is a story about shit, okay? It's the greatest story of all time. So, and I apologize if there are many retellings, and I apologize if this isn't the one you've heard, but this is the one I researched, okay? So, Coyote is out, sees, or right, here's some rose hips, mm-hmm. and the rose hips are saying, if you eat me, you're going to get gas. <laughs> The rose hips were like, if you eat me, you're gonna get diarrhea. Okay. <laughs>
0: they're and being coyote, very transparent, they're like, look, <laughs>
1: you don't want to eat me because you're gonna shit your pants. <laughs> so coyote goes, no, I'm gonna eat you anyway. So then coyote eats the rose hips mm-hmm. because what? What's the worst that could happen? Yeah,
0: that's what trickster does. <laughs> Fills his belly. What's
1: the worst that can happen? I'm hungry. So then he gets mad farts, (laughs) mad shart energy, and is like, oh, my God. I have to fart so hard right now. Oh, this just gets better and better. So then Coyote is like, oh, it's like wandering along with jets. And he sees two crows picking at a dead buffalo, as they do. Mm -hmm. And he says, hey, you want to play a game where we see who can? (laughs) Hey, you want to play a game where we see who can can, can poop shoot the furthest? <laughs> like, I bet you I could poop shoot from one side of this buffalo to the other. The length of the buffalo.
0: Trickster loves a competition.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he sees the opportunity and goes for it, okay? So then they're like, <laughs> he goes whoever shits the furthest gets to keep the buffalo and eat it mm-hmm. and I go okay <laughs> okay so one crow, one of the crows his poop shoot only goes <laughs> halfway <laughs> across the buffalo
0: you're not gonna win
1: and they're like, fuck. And then Coyote, full of the gas from the rose hips, just butt explodes and just goes and like just goes all the way across the buffalo. And they're like, wow. They're like, well, I wrote the girls are like, holy shit. The way that I take holy notes, shit. the way that I literally wrote, write, like wrote my, my version of this story is so funny to me. One of the crows poop shoots only halfway. A coyote full of gas sharts hard across the buffalo. Wins. The crows are like, holy shit. Coyote agrees to share. And I wrote sandbagging. Which I was going to look up where that comes from. Because that's kind of what this story is about. It's (laughs) about... (laughs) Seeing your shot. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, he knows he has an advantage
0: that's that's the thing so about goes trickster games yeah. trickster only says yes to Ugh. games he mm. thinks he's gonna win yeah or mm-hmm. there's a very
1: good reason why
0: mm-hmm. and that's just like a trickster-y ass yeah. thing to do <laughs> and
1: also kind of smart so then i wrote sandbag when someone sandbags you read and i was like where does that term come from and then mike was like i want, it's probably some racist stuff <laughs> <laughs> probably and i don't know if it is we should Google it real quick. Fuck it. Let's Google sandbagging. Where does that come from? Because that's what he did.
0: Sandbag term. Oh. Origin. Oh, God. <laughs> it originates from the 1880s and relates to sneak. Somebody who s- sneaks up on another person. <laughs> what? From behind. No. And beats them with the a <laughs> <laughs> Why is
1: this so funny? <laughs> wait, are you fucking kidding me right now? No. Mm, I'm I mean, this is only the first page of wait, Google, but... Wait, so it originates from the 1880s? In 1880s. Amer- in where? Here? I don't know. Let's find out. Click. That sounds like a Wild West <laughs> thing
0: <laughs> to me. This sounds like a... Bagging a etymology. Manifest, <laughs> manifest
1: destiny activity to me. <laughs> what the
0: fuck? Uh, no, literally, like, it's a term used to describe bludgeoning someone. <laughs> With a sandbag. Usually right before you rob your victim. Look,
1: that's fucking hilarious. The visual's hilarious. <laughs> I'm here for it, and I love that that is what it means, it because says, Yeah, hilarious. I think by the
0: 1940s, it became more of, like, a strategy in which... <laughs> A, a player a poker player with a good hand bets weekly in order to draw other players into holding onto their hands and raising the bet. Uh, trickster ass activities. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Okay, TAA,
1: <laughs> trickster ass activities. <laughs> trickster
0: ass activities. <laughs> yeah, um going
1: up on someone and fucking them up with a sandbag is a TAA. Okay, well we learned something Fucked new. up. <laughs> um wow.
0: One of my, let's see, who else?
1: You know, I'm going to glaze over Loki real quick because I tried and I couldn't get in. I can't get into the Norse stuff as much. Me
0: either. I,
1: I just wrote Loki steals Thor's wife's hair. thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> That's literally all I fucking wrote. <laughs> Me so, too.
0: If somebody wants to share some Loki lore with us, would be I cool know that cause... Loki's... I also have a hard time with the I North just, stuff. I'm just like my brain and then doesn't, there's the
1: Marvel aspect and I'm like, yeah. I don't wanna talk about this shit. Marvel
0: is just like military propaganda yeah. for ninety eight minutes. So, I so f- fuck that.
1: <laughs> so over that shit. Um, okay. We're not gonna talk about that is my point.
0: Let's see. So, you can't top the shit story. You I, can't top the shit good story. Good luck with that. Which I got? had a funny skunk okay, and coyote story, skunk. but I might save Is it for okay. Patreon. Okay. Um, but on the subject of like trickster animals, we have coyote. We also have conejo. In Latin Coneco. America, we call him tío conejo, but it's the bunny. Uncle bunny. The <laughs> rabbit. Uncle, Uncle rabbit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know you guys. And right in Northern, North America, uh, they're called Br'er Rabbit. Br'er Rabbit. And this is a spirit that was brought over by the African enslaved also during the Middle Passage. Mm-hmm. And what I think is so interesting about both Br'er Rabbit and Tio Conejo is that what they have is what's considered tricky about them is really acts of resistance mm. against their oppressors. And so Br'er Rabbit, especially through like the whitewashing of, I guess, publishing industry. Yeah, wasn't isn't that what Splash Mountain's
1: about? <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. And it's racist. Yeah,
0: I've never actually seen Song of the South because I think it was already like disappeared yeah. by the time I was old enough but to. That, the ride is based on that. Yeah, huh? exactly. Well, and the thing is they try to make Br'er Rabbit out to be lazy. Mm. Mm-hmm, But rare Rabbit's really just like, fuck this shit. I didn't ask for this. And I'm going to do everything I can to drive you fucking nuts. Yeah, good. And steal and like do all this. Cause like, why the fuck not? Yeah, why, why the, the fuck, fuck not? not? Right?
1: Trickster often appears where there is oppression.
0: Exactly. <laughs> like, mm-hmm.
1: that's where Trickster thrives. And
0: I think that's a big part of why Trickster gets villainized and demonized because they're like that's devil shit Mm -hmm. that's devil shit in order Mm -hmm. to trick the oppressed out of embracing these entities and these energies who show you the back door, the way out, the alley, the trap door, yes, all the these little door, ways the that, truth, like, the man you behind can the curtain. fight against whatever is trying yeah. to, like, tear you down. And yes. I think that's fucking amazing. That's essential
1: to your development of your discernment. Mm-hmm. Something we talk about a lot. That is a tool you can use.
0: Mm-hmm. Trickster
1: is a fucking tool. Absolutely it jolts us out of a rut it is exists to mm-hmm. it's to resist it mm-hmm. exists to resist
0: exactly and yeah. that's
1: very it's it needs to exist now like it needs it's very relevant to yeah. the world today like completely a
0: trickster a boundary crosser yes a boundary crosser and when you think about how So many of the boundaries that exist right now, especially in the Western imperialist world, they're fucked up. All of the boundaries and limits and standards and expectations are that of white supremacist capitalism. Mm -hmm. And you're absolutely right. Like embracing the trickster is what gives us the ideas, the creativity. And honestly, like the the gumption, the, like, audacity. Yeah, the
1: the audacity. Yeah,
0: the audacity to act on those ideas Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. to, like, try a thing in order to fight back. And I think that's fucking radical. Protesting is Mm -hmm. trickster energy. Mm -hmm. Like, any sort of rebellion
1: is trickster. Like, talking about these things right now is trickster energy. Yeah. Like, that's why we do what we do, mm-hmm. and we're getting very good feedback on this. We are getting amazing People feedback. are hungry for trickster energy. Mm-hmm. I think they just need, not permission, because I would never give, but but they need to hear mm-hmm. it spoken, yeah. to be um, validated and maybe what they're already mm-hmm. feeling inside, to yeah. act upon it, because...
0: When you think about how... <sighs> Like even the devil, Lucifer, is yes. a trickster. Mm-hmm. He finds Jesus in the desert in the middle of his like forty day stint of of a lot of nothingness and contemplation and fasting and he's like, "I'll give you food. I'll give you food."
1: <laughs> and Lucifer uh-huh. is the light bringer
0: <clears throat> exactly. Lucifer's literally the light bringer.
1: so what does that mean? Uh-huh. Light as creation, the morning light star. as power
0: mm-hmm
1: light as showing you the way lucifer
0: rebelled against god because he was like i'm not feeling whatever it is Mm -hmm. that you're trying to force all of us angels to do and i'm gonna go and all of these people are coming with me and look what happened to him Uh god demonized and of course he's demonized because the church doesn't want us embracing somebody who will teach us how to fight back
1: yeah it, it reminds me of the church demonizing Pagan gods and brown and black gods Mm -hmm. and thing, you know, um, polytheistic Mm -hmm. societies, anything that's not them, Mm
0: -hmm. they
1: demonize.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It's nothing new. Anything that's not the one true
0: sky daddy. It makes me sick because
1: they're, and then, but then they often defile these entities and these deities Mm -hmm. and twist them into their own narrative to assimilate people Mm -hmm. that just fucking pisses me off
0: Mm -hmm. that makes me think of eshu eshu has many names um eshu depending on what part of the diaspora you're from um eshu originates from africa but you can find him all over latin america in cuba he's uh elegua Um, But in Brazil, he's Eshu, E-X-U. And there are entire cults of Kimbanda that are dedicated to Eshu. And Eshu has hundreds of different paths, which are um, different stories and different appearances. But the church, through the church, through conquest his image was kind of transformed into red skin and mm. horns and his consort bombajira has also been transformed into like what they consider a stereotypical like prostitute with like lots of gold and yeah. also has horns and a tail but like eshu and bombajira are guardians they're protectors and they help you embrace your shadow. They Mm -hmm. help you embrace your darkness. In fact, they are mirror images of the parts of yourself that you reject Mm -hmm. and are the most ashamed of. They are like, this is literally you. This is that part of you is me. Mm -hmm. And Eshu and Pombajira are often feared, Mm -hmm. um, often considered evil, but really like it's a matter of It's perspective. They're also (laughs) amoral. They'll help you with whatever you need help with. They will heal Mm -hmm. whatever needs to be healed. Mm -hmm. They will bring to you whatever you ask for. If you ask in earnest, right? And they're not so much interested in like, well, is that what you should be doing? Is that what you should be doing? No, they're like, you want that? You got it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No problem. What is up with the
1: horned, it's the horned, Mm-hmm. God, it's like the horns as, yeah. it's evil. Like that's, the the horn, it's not. Because
0: they're the I most can, powerful. I can't even talk right now. Like, because they're, power, they're the most spirits powerful. are the most powerful. Yeah. So they're like, we're going to make that Satan yeah. TM. <laughs> it's so
1: fucking ingrained. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm.
0: you can see,
1: easily see how these tricks, well, how anything other than, white patriarchal Jesus is Mm -hmm. demonized you can see that very it's it's not just Mm -hmm. historical shit this is like in Peter Pan when Disney does this shit a lot where they you know how they portray Native Americans in you can Mm -hmm. see it in the in the illustration you can see the bias you can see the lens yeah that it's like so odd. in the in the uh song of the south you mm-hmm. can see in the crows in fucking Dumbo like
0: Yes, oh my god. I haven't seen Dumbo in so long. The I WB frog. About that. You
1: can see like Yeah. and it's interesting cuz it, they twist it into Even these Mouse and Mickey Mouse was a minstrel. Mouse, yeah. yeah. You can see like how animals mm-hmm. are twisted to, to take representing it back to Trickster.
0: black and brown folks. They're like we'll just yeah. make you into animals and so that we can make fun of you. Yeah. What the And look,
1: that's a form of trickster, Mm -hmm. that what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Trickster is not always positive. Mm -hmm. That's the thing about trickster. It's Mm -hmm. amoral. Anybody can can invoke trickster. Exactly. Yeah. So (laughs) it's important to understand when that's happening to you, what lens it's coming from, because Mm -hmm. as spiritual practitioners, we all have a bias, right, of Mm -hmm. some sort that we're Re- either working on removing, or or trying to be very conscious of,
0: mm-hmm. or ignoring, or ignoring, <laughs> and just mm-hmm. putting
1: things out. So. It's almost like you need to out trickster the trickster yeah. or use trickster against trickster to know when you're being tricked. it's like, yeah, it's, it's an like, it's a complicated, yeah,
0: well, like trickster thing. can't be the only energy you embody, no, because that's when shit gets out of balance real fast, yeah, because i've I kind of touched on this in the devil episode, like the devil, the trickster, doesn't tell you when to stop, Mm-hmm, no. The trickster just keeps going because Mm -hmm. their belly's never full. They're Mm -hmm. always hungry. So they just keep going and going and going. And if you don't have other types of entities, archetypes that you engage with, then you can really get lost in the spirit of the trickster.
1: Sometimes comedians take things too far. Exactly.
0: It stops being a rebellion and it just starts being fucked up. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. More detrimental than healing
0: yeah exactly it,
1: it's more it's, harmful it's,
0: than healing yes yeah.
1: it's a it's an inner it's a balance mm-hmm. because for me my <laughs> my tendency is that sincerity makes me uncomfortable mm. because I was not brought up in a house that where that was sincerity was it was I don't know it just wasn't a thing <laughs> that we mm-hmm. sort of embraced so over my lifetime, I've had to check and kind of tone down my trickster energy at times. Because, look, you don't want to be in a funeral and say something fucked, fucked up. up. Which, look, I've done. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which I've done. Because I didn't have enough awareness yeah. and I was high.
0: We learn through so, experience.
1: Look, <laughs> we learn
0: i was stoned
1: as fuck i think i took pot and xanax which was a very interesting combination <laughs> i was acted very inappropriately at a funeral okay i regret it it happens we move on we learn mm-hmm. but like that's an example of when <laughs> trickster <laughs> that, that too took too far over and went okay yeah <laughs> so yes like checking yourself and and Just being aware of that Mm -hmm. is important because it it is used. Politicians are tricksters. Absolutely. Tricksters aren't just cool. They are, but they're also not. Anybody can
0: invoke the trickster. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's just amoral. Mm -hmm. So you need to have a moral compass Mm -hmm. and discernment so you can navigate Mm -hmm. what that means for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely,
0: trickster can't be the only one. It's like when
1: I go, you can haunt me, and you're like, Laura, we're (laughs) done. Like literally, stop.
0: (laughs) You're like, literally, I'm gonna leave. She doesn't mean it, and I think it's funny. But like when
1: I think it's funny and it's amusing, that's my trickster being like, absolutely, which is I just have a lot of it. Okay. (laughs) Um, Something else that's interesting to me is using trickster for healing Mm -hmm. or to turn to. So an example I thought of was like Mel Brooks, who's Jewish. Uh, it's like The Producers. Have you seen The Producers? It's a mm-hmm. musical. So he <laughs> uses na- Nazis as a punchline mm-hmm. in his musical. And there's this whole thing called Springtime for Hitler. And it's like the name of the fake show yeah. within the show. That's him, a comedian, you- taking his pain and mm-hmm. using it and turning it on its head Mm -hmm. And that's pretty Mm trickstery to just be like, hey, taking like ownership of it and sort of using it in a creative way. Mm -hmm. It's like kind of a mundane um, example of how that can be done.
0: Through performance.
1: Another example that I'm going to talk about is um, what I'm currently (laughs) doing with. Oh, the sticker! (laughs) Juggy. I won't go too much into this. is very, but it's real. I thought about this yesterday because Mm -hmm. so there's this company called Juggy. They're stealing my shoe charm designs Mm -hmm. and selling them. There's nothing I can do about it, other than make a funny ass sticker and sell it. And the sticker says, uh, "What does it
0: say? Juggy is fuggy. They can
1: suck a (laughs) nuggy." And I'm selling them <laughs> and all the proceeds are going to my mental health snack fund. OK, <laughs> that is an example of me using trickster energy to mm-hmm. make myself feel better because yeah. that's all I have. It's mm-hmm. all I can do.
0: You can't stop what's happening. And in yeah. turn,
1: people are sharing it and it's fucking funny. Mm-hmm. OK, and that's spreading. away. So anyway, that's, that's yeah. a current. That's I just I get just such a kick out of that.
0: I think art is a really great way (laughs) for the trickster to be expressed and embodied. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm. I love it. Mm. I love the trickster. We, I love trickster. Uh, Do we want to share any other stories? Do we want to share some of our reader feedback? What are you feeling? I
1: I do have one more story because a lot of these tricksters are male or portrayed as male, right? Yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna find like a female trickster goddess. Yeah.
0: Did you find Eris? Yeah. Yeah. Eris is like my, my patroness. <laughs> yeah. So
1: I was gonna talk about the Trojan War story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you've mentioned, I think you've mentioned this before because mm-hmm. it's funny when I, when I, yeah, okay. I'm just gonna tell the story. So Eris is the goddess of chaos. Mm-hmm. And, uh, kind of is responsible for the Trojan War. Absolutely. Yeah. The Trojan War. You can Google it mm-hmm. if you don't know what that is. The Trojan horse, the Trojan War. Mm-hmm. So it's another Laura summary, okay? <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm, I'm actually really excited for the okay. Laura version of this. So, Eris. So,
1: Achilles' parents, who I don't remember the names of. Yes. Were getting married. They hadn't had Achilles yet. That's just... Important because you know we know who Achilles is, right? So Ares like wasn't invited to the wedding. How rude! Because she's the goddess of chaos. You don't want to invite her to the wedding. <laughs> I understand that notion. You don't want to, but <laughs> so maybe you should. <laughs> she goes anyway and crashes wedding crasher style, just like mm-hmm. busts in, and everyone's doo doo doo, and she's like, "Here's this apple, everybody." I'm going to toss this golden apple into the crowd. And the most beautiful goddess, Mm -hmm. it's for the most beautiful goddess. So whoever the most beautiful goddess is, you
0: need to fucking (laughs) claw and fight for it. In a room full of Olympians. Full of Olympians. Heads up their asses. Athena.
1: Hera. (laughs) Afro. I put Afro. Aphrodite. Okay. So, of course, like, this is the apple of discord. It
0: is the golden apple. The golden apple of Uh discord,
1: right? Because that's how she rolls. So they all fight over it. And I think... Oh, then they're fighting over it. And then Zeus was like, hey, Paris from Troy. You can pick the winner. Because these bitches are crazy right now. And, like, they are just... they Zeus is all, like,
0: I'm already on Hera's shit list. Yeah, he's like, look, I'm not gonna... <laughs> this not, needs to be yeah, someone this, else's problem. All of these
1: people. So... Aphrodite goes, hey, Paris, like, if you win, I'll give you the love of Helen of Troy, mm-hmm. who's, um, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, Helen, who's married to, uh, the king of Sparta. That's right. Troy, Sparta, see we're going with this? She's promising
0: someone, she's promising someone, someone else's, else's wife, wife.
1: <laughs> Which she can very easily do, okay? Yeah. This is Aphrodite, the <laughs> goddess of love, right? So, Paris goes, okay, so then Aphrodite wins, and, uh, that guaranteed
0: the demise of Troy mm-hmm. because she gave Helen to Paris, mm-hmm. and so then Sparta and that started the Trojan begins war. the war with Troy.
1: So that's fun,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Eris.
1: I love Eris.
0: <laughs> Underappreciated.
1: <laughs> Underappreciated. Mm-hmm. So, female trickster goddesses are cool.
0: I love. I love Ares. Mm-hmm. Um. Who else? Oh. Who are other tricksters? There's Prometheus. Yes, who's also from Greek mythology. and Prometheus, through trickery and thievery, brings fire to the humans on earth. Again, a gift giver. Thank you, Prometheus. Prometheus has made a fire. gift giver. An innovative mm-hmm. gift giver.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is someone who hand makes their gifts.
0: This is not a... <laughs> Handmade on Etsy, <laughs> they <don't>, okay? <laughs> they don't re-gift. They
1: sell on Etsy. <laughs> They're not giving you some whack gift. Um, Why did I put an arrow and there's nothing there? Wow.
0: Something I really enjoyed reading about issue in particular comes from this book called Eshu Divine Trickster and Master Magician by Denise Alvarado. And I think she summed it up really beautifully. Um, Eshu is neither an evil spirit nor a demon, despite his continued portrayal as such. The Western stereotype of Eshu stems from a fundamental misunderstanding of the sacred role of trickster in non-Christian cosmologies. In most traditional cultures, the trickster archetype embodies a sacred role as teacher. The trickster raises awareness of the interrelatedness and interconnectedness between humankind, the natural world, and the spirit world. Eshu teaches us that no one is an island unto themselves. He humbles us through his trickery, Regarding this absolute truth, he watches us as we walk through life. And when we become too arrogant, he's right there to throw a wrench in the works mm-hmm. and bring us back down to earth. Mm. I'm like, fuck yeah, that fuck is yeah. that is the trickster. He helps keeps us keep us grounded, keep us humble. And when you can laugh when things like that happen. Mm-hmm. Laugh and learn.
1: Laugh and learn mm-hmm. instead of... Being hard on yourself and getting very upset. And Mm -hmm. then that's doubling down on the trickster. Mm -hmm. That's the battle of wits with those situations to me. Mm -hmm. Because like wit is like
0: a currency to the gods, right? Totally.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I mean.
0: (laughs) Even like when we were talking about... um the merry lewd and how being witty the when they Lude. when they come to your door is like how yeah. you get them to get yeah, the fuck yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, and in, <laughs> it really is currency.
1: In Stephen King's It, mm-hmm. the the climax of the book is a battle of wits between a giant fucking all knowing turtle and the clown demon entity oh thingy. God. It's fucking weird. <laughs> But, is that's, but that's King the King okay? Dude, that, no. There's, is that guy okay? That book is not okay in a lot of ways. But, the, you know, like, I would imagine he was inspired by reading about other battles of wits, you know? Ship, it's I guess. just, it's a thing. <laughs> but the humor is a currency. The wit mm-hmm. is a currency because it's entertainment. Yeah. Right? And if gods and deities don't have the same humanistic pleasures at, mm. as us, is that something we can share with them? Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So sing and dance a for your body. spirits, and that's where we get back to, exactly. like, that's why they love the inter- to mm-hmm. be entertained.
0: Performance is currency.
1: Performance is currency.
0: Mm-hmm. Ooh, I yeah. love it. Damn. Damn. I think we did it. I think we did it. Yeah. We'll probably talk about this again. Yeah. There might be a part two (laughs) because
1: I love it so much.
0: It never ends. Trickster makes the world go round, which is the name of the book.
1: That's an excellent book.
0: That started started this whole whole podcast. podcast. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Somehow we both ended up with that same book in our hands.
1: Have we talked about that before?
0: I don't know. We both
1: ended up with the book. I sent it to a picture of it to Mm -hmm. you, and you're like, "I just thrifted this like two days ago." Yeah,
0: from like a used bookstore I'd never gone in before.
1: That informed what this podcast Mm -hmm. was going to be, Mm -hmm. and gave us direction and gave us permission and encouragement to talk about this shit that needs to be talked about, and it's affected my life very deeply. Like, mm-hmm. just my awareness, and I've, yeah, this needs, this is what, it's really funny, because I've, was getting nudges, a lot of nudges from my spirits to speak, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm, I am don't want to talk about how to do a full moon spell, I don't care, I don't fucking care yeah. about the things I'm seeing yeah. about witchcraft, I don't fucking care, I'm bored, <laughs> I'm hungry, Hmm. And so when this came up, this has become what I think I was and we were supposed to be doing together. Absolutely. It's so fucking cool. I know. <laughs> but that, it's like, makes me want to cry because it's like. Mm-hmm. There's it's so much imp-
0: trickster in this room. There's so much <laughs> trickster
1: in this fucking room right now, <laughs> in many different ways. Mm-hmm but should we share some of our good reviews? Let's, and you know what? Y'all are enjoying it. So let's, so we're going to
0: keep doing it.
1: We're going to keep going in this direction because then we started this also because we were fucking bored of what we were seeing. Mm -hmm. And there were things that were going on that needed to be addressed Mm -hmm. from a different point of view. And what is that? That's trickster. That's what that needed absolutely from us and i know we're just two people but we're getting very good feedback so yeah let's read
0: some good let's see um so this is in regard to our baneful magic episode from season one which if you haven't listened to it absolutely go back because that's they're all my favorite but that's like an incredible episode um this episode was excellent they've all been great Thank you. Uh, But I super enjoyed this one. I love all the history and the background information. And I love how every episode is very inclusive. This is a very important and beneficial episode for pretty much anyone new or seasoned. Love how your podcast is growing. Yay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, Really, thank you. Third Eye by Pod has been really amazing. 10 out of 10 recommend. Thank you. Uh, what else? I am loving and living for this podcast. The ease of conversation and soul family vibe between Laura and Kaylin is amazing. Thank soul you, soul family. I love how you go in on Star seed. i'm Just kidding. <laughs> we'll do an episode about that. <laughs> That's the next episode. <laughs> Literally, um, I love how you go in on these topics. Looking forward to each new episode. Thank you. Good, 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 good. They love us. Uh, The Twin Flame episode got a lot of feedback, and it was honestly a really fun one and fucked up one (laughs) to make. No, yeah. Um, This episode was very refreshing. It was a very refreshing discussion on Twin Flames. So nice to see more folks calling out made-up New Age shit, giving me inspiration for my own New Age history research projects.
1: Mm. Mm -hmm. There was also someone, I think, that Said that they were. It validated that they were in like yes. a toxic relationship. That's actually
0: one of my like. Um, oh. Mm-hmm. My my like clients, mm-hmm. one of my mentees who. um Good. I remember when she was going through that experience. So it made me really happy to see her feedback about that episode because That's why we do this, this is literally why we do it. Here, let's see if I can find that one because it was just the other day here. Um. Regarding twin flames, this fucking episode has helped validate and confirm my experience with twin flames. I had a friend that kept egging me on when I tried to stop chasing which is part of the terminology mm-hmm. this guy telling me oh that's your ego talking that's your fear talking instantly making me feel guilt and shame i knew early on that this twin flame relationship was not what i wanted and every time i tried to get out of my every time i tried to get out my friend kept pulling me back in one day i realized how incredibly toxic both relationships were and ended the friendship and stopped chasing the guy not everyone gets to this realization and is able to and continues on with unhealthy toxic relationships Mm -hmm. this episode they also touch on the cult-like feeling or having someone gaslight others into believing these twin flame connections um yeah and they said thank you Ooh, uh, this is a cute one from the other day Hi, Laura and Caitlin. I just want to say a big thank you for your podcast. I'm French, and although witchcraft is a huge topic right now in my country, which is making my 12-year-old self really happy. That's cool french i have trouble oui, oui. Oui. Merci. Croissant. <laughs> um i used to feel so fucking embarrassed when we would go to starbucks and my dad would be like yeah two coffees and a croissant <laughs> dad <laughs> christ <laughs> dad that's cute you're not even french <laughs> that's cute well, a little bit um i don't understand <laughs> that's cute. i don't understand everything tbh but I'm taking everything I can from those wonderful conversations you both are having. I hope my English is understandable. It is. Thank you.
1: Wow. Listening to our podcast when you don't speak English is ho- I wish we could like cool. provide, you know,
0: translation, translation. Join but- our Patreon and support. Yeah. Support us so <laughs> we can get a Please give us We can't afford to. <laughs> Send us dollars. <laughs> How dope would it be to have like
1: an, a, like an ASL interpretation right? and all that? We'll
0: give them their own chair. <laughs> they can just stand next to <laughs> it. Like when you go to concerts and there's like an ASL interpreter, that'd be fucking cool.
1: That's the best part of the concert sometimes is watching them Literally, interpret.
0: yeah. It's the energy. <laughs> they can just be on a little screen right here. But this person is re- listening to us from a middle age village in France. I know. How Where cool is that? Probably cool shit.
1: There, I would like to go.
0: Someone told me that they were listening to our podcast in the car on a road trip with all of their witchy friends, and I was like, "That's delightful. <sighs> That's really, you know."
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I. You know what's cool though? Uh, when you search "trickster" into Spotify, our podcast comes up, Shut one of the first ones. Yes. Because it are summaries.
0: Isn't that cool? <laughs> that is fucking cool.
1: I was like, oh, because I was searching and I was like, oh. That brings me joy. That brings me a lot of joy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think the title of the show, too, is very trickstery. <laughs> because third eye bind it's a pro a bind is a problem. Mm-hmm. A bind is also a, a boundary. A boundary. Yeah. A bind is also yeah, a bind is a strengthening Mm -hmm. and we're like rolling our eyes which is third eye third eye blind is a band from the 90s from the 90s (laughs) bitch
0: oh i saw at the palladium on my 19th birthday and uh, it was so fucking good yeah
1: (laughs) and uh that's a pun Mm -hmm. so that's a play on words (laughs) that's trickery for sure yeah we're rolling our eyes which is sass so
0: so thank you we're rolling our eyes at
1: Spiritual crap,
0: spiritual bullshit, spiritual nonsense.
1: Stay tuned next week for more spiritual nonsense. Yeah, we're gonna get into the next it. topic. Is <laughs> gonna be good. I know. Uh, do you have any spirit candy? Is it time for I don't
0: know spirit where do? We, where are we at on time? Spirit candy channeled messages from our spirit guides. I can do a next spirit week. candy. You do a spirit candy. All right, I'll I'm do ready. a spirit
1: candy this week.
0: Yeah, I'll do next week. All right. <laughs>
1: I think this is from Juniper. It's really cool because I'm starting to like figure out. I'm, I'm like, I think this You're is starting from,
0: to tell the difference. Yeah, yes.
1: because I, mm-hmm. as you guys know, if you've listened for a long time, I don't like know the names of all my spirit guides, and they're not, super, but they're getting more specific because mm-hmm. Caitlin gave me a lovely reading the other day, mm-hmm. so we have more specificity to go on, which is, which is matching with my intuition, and it's been cool. This so makes me excited. it's a great, it's cool. I'm so happy. It's a very cool thing that. <laughs> I'm I love it okay so I think this is from Juniper my it would be my weed lady my weed lady <laughs>
0: okay she's a plant spirit. my flowery plant
1: <laughs> non-human spirit mm-hmm. guide okay trickster your connection to your power cannot be touched by fellow humans if you don't let it it is divine sacred and belongs to you the specificity is in your blood. To ignore that is to search no more. Uh to be What the fuck, Juniper? Hold on. <laughs> to ignore that is to ser- to search no more. To tie yourself to an uprooted tree. Oh fuck. <laughs>
0: fuck. Yeah. To be stuck and you're not stuck. Yeah. yeah, like to not recognize that, that your magic is in mm-hmm. your blood, is which is like your body, but also your ancestry. Restrict yourself. Yeah, that's fucking cool. That's
1: trickstery to be tied to an uprooted, uprooted tree. tree.
0: That's fucking that's cool. an im. That's imagery. <laughs> Thank you, Juniper. Damn,
1: that's very true. Mm-hmm.
0: Thanks, Juniper. I love that wow I like that thank you Laura thank you <laughs> and thank you for tuning in once again <laughs> to Third Eye Bind mm-hmm. be sure to leave us a message on the Third Eye line <laughs> please do please do thank yes. you so much until next week Bye-bye. bye
1: thank you so much for listening you can follow the podcast at Third Eye Bind Pod on Instagram There, submit your questions via the Third Eye line by sending us a voice message or text DM. The show is available wherever you listen to podcasts and for you to watch on YouTube. Get early access to episodes and even monthly one-on-one sessions with us by joining our Patreon. Find us at patreon.com slash thirdeyebind. Third Eye Bind is produced and edited by Mike Realm, hosted by Caitlin Grania and Laura Wong. Music by Mike Graham. Set design by Laura Wong. You can find Laura on Instagram at Lady Moon Co. And you can find Caitlin on Instagram at Spirit Garden Tarot.